0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another Never From Concentrate podcast. My name is Valentin,
1: and my name is Ratchet.
0: Ratchet Chakravarti. Coming to you from the six. six.
1: The six. Good old six. The so Toronto that's hosting that's in the Pan Am that's games. Drake and uh, Majid Jordan. <laughs> He's Your the next buddy. guy.
0: It's Drake weekend and Majid. Yeah, your buddy, man. My buddy. I was just telling Ratchet that uh Mijia Jordan, who now has another single, but actually there so the original signal, single single, uh, Hold Out, We're Going Home, is Drake's biggest single. Yeah,
1: so it's uh, Drake Drake doing Drake things. Yeah,
0: yeah, so it's got like I think three hundred million dollars or something.
1: Come
0: on. Yo, I listened to all his mixtapes. <laughs> um, yeah, I dropped a mixtape sounded like an album, right? Am I right, Holmes? <laughs> right now. uh, okay, yeah, so today gonna... we uh we're gonna recap what we talked about about euthanasia, the wonderful delightfully
1: kind we kind of delved into but wait wait, s- wait, suicide, euthanasia, yeah,, that
0: count? I kinda like I, I I was a little wary, you know, sometimes you wonder like. What do I want to put online? <laughs> like, so yeah. it's. I mean, this topic's not too bad, right? Like, there, it's all hypotheticals. So at the same time, I just feel like a wimp, you know. I'm like, what do I care? Just, just put uh, what you think and like. Don't be afraid to, unless it's like really controversial. Dude, one of
1: your one of your topic titles were was Socrates the point guard. <laughs> That's the, sick. Yeah, Socrates the point guard. Socrates, he wasn't scared of shit. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't well, scared to speak his mind. Yeah,
0: he wasn't scared to. Yeah,
1: so say what you gotta say.
0: Say what you got to say.
1: <laughs> sing what you got to say. Sing. <laughs> sing what you got to say.
0: Um, okay, so before we start, I got a paradox for you. This is totally unrelated, but we'll try to do this on the podcast. I thought it was an amazing paradox.
1: Okay, I'm excited.
0: Okay, it's called the potato paradox. Potato, does it involve vodka? No. You're Russian? You no, know, like, but vodka? it does involve water and potatoes.
1: That's a pretty big
0: paradox. But it has applications to computer science as well. It's really cool. Cool. Okay, so... Uh, you're a potato farmer, and you bring home 100 pounds of potatoes. So inside your sack, you weigh in, there's 100 pounds. Okay. 99% of those potatoes, by mass, are water, or is water.
1: Okay. Is that a fact? That's a fact. You know that. Okay, is this a fact for this paradox? It's not a fact.
0: No, like, yeah. sorry, right? It's not a, like a... Yeah, it's, yes. It's, it's yes.
1: Like, just yeah. just pretend
0: that that's true, right? Okay. Um, and then you leave the sack overnight, and then okay. you come back, and somehow you, have, you know that there's now 98% of the mass of those potatoes is water. Right? So water has evaporated, and now 98% of it is uh, water of okay. the potatoes. Right? Okay. You measure that somehow. Now The question is, how much does the sack weigh? So you went from 99% water to 98% water. Okay. How much does the sack weigh? Now, I won't, I won't let you think about it, because the paradox is, I think, just how, even though you know something's going to be, like, not expected, yeah. it's still weird.
1: It doesn't weigh anything.
0: No, <laughs> the, sack, the sack weighs 50 pounds. What? Yeah, so you went from 99 to 98, but the sack but, weighs 50 pounds now. But
1: this is, okay, so what's So let's mad? think about
0: it, let's think about it. Okay, so yeah. how much of the sack is actual potato mass at the beginning,
1: or? 1%. Of
0: 100, so it's one pound, one pound. Okay, so if one pound of 100 is 99%, one pound of what is 98% or 2%, right? Right, right, right. So one pound of 50 is 2%. Oh. So it's this paradoxical thing where... Well, it's not a
1: paradox. It's, it's, not, like, it's not a paradox. It's, it's counterintuitive. It's, so
0: it, depending on how you define what a paradox is, there's this can be called a paradox because yeah. it's, it seems completely paradoxical, right? Like you went... But the thing you have to think about is not the fact that you went from 99 to 98. It's that you went from 1 to 2. And mm. in that doubling, your overall mass had to reduce... Um, yeah. by two because yeah. the thing that was constant is the one pound
1: well one of the things too is that people end up thinking about actual potatoes yeah. <laughs> <And> they're like, <laughs> if they're just a little yeah. bit of water just gets out of there it's not going to be that much so they're thinking of it from a very practical sense and not a uh, strictly logical and mathematical sense
0: so if that's too like uh, tangible you can also think about it in a computer science way say you have a function that takes 99 percent of the time of your total runtime, right? Some function is taking that much time. And you work hard and you reduce it from 99% of the total time to 98%. And it mm-hmm. seems like you didn't do shit. Yeah. But really, you reduced your total runtime uh, in half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. true.
0: So it's true. it's interesting how that works, and I just read it. and I was like, "Oh, that's it's just so straightforward and it? simple." It was on Hacker News. Um, okay, on, yeah, what like, comment? Classic Valentine source. Yeah, classic two AM. I just want to procrastinate Hacker, Hacker News. Hacker News. Slash yeah, slash Reddit. Um, okay, cool. So let's. Well, we did that. That was pretty good. I think. Yeah, was do you like that? You yeah. think that was interesting? Uh,
1: we should do random, like you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. cautions, I, got, I, got I got another
0: paradoxes. Jokes, you know. Another cool, final fact before we go. It's not a paradox, but it's just an interesting fact. The woolly mammoth existed at the same time as the pyramids.
1: The woolly mammoth, the giant slothy looking elephant. That's now extinct. was the-
0: around during when the pyramids
1: were built. Really?
0: Yeah. It seems weird, right? Like, those yeah, two seems, seems like they like, don't
1: intersect. The Woolly Mammoth has been associated, it's probably just because the movies have done it. Like, there was that cartoon or the animated movie that did it. Yeah, Ice Age. Ice Age, yeah. Where it's like the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when the Woolly Mammoths were there. But, Ray Romano, of
0: course. I was reading about Woolly Mammoths, and it's so fascinating because part of the reason we know so much about them is because a lot of them lived in Siberia. Even though they're extinct now, they died and were frozen, and their frozen bodies.
1: Yeah. are really well
0: preserved. So you can actually see the hair
1: of these oh. woolly mammoths. So I, wait, are they, like their skin is intact, their organs are intact? I don't know, like how, I don't know if their organs intact. are
0: intact. Yeah, it's unclear because people are saying um, they don't have enough genetic material there to uh, clone them properly. But what is intact is their ivory, their tusks. Yeah. And even though a lot of countries, uh, or most countries, have banned elephant ivory because yeah. they the most poaching, um, the uh, uh, woolly mammoth ivory is still totally legal, and so the majority so of ivory even
1: more expensive though.
0: N- no, because there's apparently like something like millions of carcasses in Siberia. They're really? just lying on the ground, frozen, and you can just take off the ivory.
1: That seems weird.
0: That's so, and it's yeah. crazy, and it's so. Some of the ivory you can get now, the woolly mammoth I- ivory, is like iver- like the teeth. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: of an extinct animal.
1: Yeah.
0: How and it's it's, cheap. Yeah. Well, it's not cheap. But Relatively. It's, it's, so not, like it's, elephant. Not, it's not illegal.
1: Yeah, because yeah, yeah. so it's, it's illegal. Because elephant ivory tusks are illegal. The extinct ones are cheaper. Which is fine. Like, it's morally a little bit more acceptable because they're extinct and they're just in the ground. I mean, preserve like, yeah. you know, a hundred of them and then the other ones, like, whatever. We don't yeah. need
0: all of them. That's crazy, though. Like, yeah. I I was so fascinated. They do have a picture on Wikipedia of the frozen bodies that they've recovered. Yeah, you know? it was yeah totally there's ones that in that one. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, look at this. By March 2015, woolly mammoth genes had been copied into the genome of an el- Asian elephant using the CRISPR DNA editing technique. So maybe, so maybe one day... They have better. some... Yeah. So they have some potential. Have you heard of that, by the way? The CRISPR nope. DNA editing technique? It's very creepy. It's like sci-fi coming to reality. So CRISPR is essentially a DNA editing technique where it's it's just really precise. Like you can get down to specific uh, strands like AG, uh, what is it, AGT and something else? AGU? On, AG. Um, yeah,
0: Adisil, Gwanis, blah, AGT blah, I'm going to embarrass T myself. Something. <laughs> something Whatever,
1: like... AGT plus one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can get down to that level and the level of precision that they have. To attack specific types of DNA, uh, specific like cancerous types of DNA. So this is like the clone thing. and anything like my- you can imagine, and it's cheap. Like it's super cheap to do too. So it's, like, all in one. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So this is, like, the type of thing, if you want your baby to have green eyes. Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. go in there and change the DNA.
1: There's yeah. all of those. And those are going to be a real thing in the next, like, Yo, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Babies
0: are going to be, like, yeah. um, townhouses.
1: There's, a, there's yeah, like, townhouses.
0: You just choose the birth just, color. Yeah, you go on a website. <laughs> yeah. There's an
1: app, a mobile app. <laughs> yeah. How do you want your baby to look like? You want him to be this tall. He can be an athlete, most likely. Yeah, that'll be, you know, performance. Do you think there's going to be a lot of variety
0: or is it going to be the opposite if that happens?
1: I think there'll probably be some sort of bias towards certain things. Like, it's got to be
0: like 6'2", white male, dark hair, maybe blonde hair a little bit, but like... No, there'll
1: probably be some... You can't... Well, I don't know how much, like, people are going to change the skin color and all that. I don't know how... Legal that'll be. There'll probably there'll be some rules why is against that ole- it. I don't know. There'll be some rules against like the that's interesting. We should talk about that actually. How- the legality of what you can change and what you can't change. You can change eye color, but you can't change height. Like what? what like would it be? well, yeah, because they're actually, all arbitrary. Why is
0: but why is that illegal? What if, okay, what if there was some natural source you could eat, and then instantly your genetics changes? So- I don't
1: have the answer. I don't know the answer So they're going right? to ban those substances? You should listen to the podcast, though, if you want to know more about science and just about some of Which the... Which podcast, podcast? They have a podcast, they have a podcast, Lab called CRISPR. Oh, okay. Or about yeah. CRISPR. Our friends at Radio
0: Lab shout out.
1: Yeah. They're, uh, they're doing good things. Hopefully they'll give us a shout out one yeah. day, 10 years from yeah. now. And I've seen them from... Concentrate.
0: Okay, so one we thing we're lacking that I've... Um, a tune? A tune at the beginning. Yeah, it's just like a little quick tune.
1: Uh, I, I, I disagree. I like some just, all right, all right, all right. And then right into it. That's our tune. You just know what to do, Valentin. Okay. We okay. Do. I that, know what to do. Our so tune is your Matthew McConaughey impression. <laughs> without realizing that you were doing one until we went back and listened to all the Matthew McConaughey impressions you did.
0: <laughs> okay. So, life and death. That's what I call this topic. Um death. Because I didn't want to call it euthanasia, you know, that's kind of boring. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, so, it's not just about that. Know,
0: yeah, it? it's it's about lots of things. So we, I guess I started off, I talked about Dean Potter. That was my first yeah. post, right?
1: About that. that um, crazy dude.
0: Oh man, something, it was so, I can't even, de- I mean, I tried to describe it in the post, but when I heard he died, I had this weird feeling of like, somehow it, it felt right. Like it was like poetic his death, you know, and in some, and in some way it was just touching, you know, it was just like, ah, oh, well you knew that was going to happen, but at the same time, like it's sucks that it does. It's, it's an interesting feeling that I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, kind of I mean, of, I, I, thought I wonder, it was, I, wonder if-
1: I completely agree. That's, I think what I followed up with it too, is that you, that's one thing with death. This is one thing with life. You know, it's going to end. There's going to be a final chapter in everyone's books. We just went, so I just came back from uh, a country trip up north to one of my friend's house, and he lives, his, his house is right beside a cemetery. It's like a local town cemetery. There's like 5,000 people in town, and like, we were walking through it, and just, you know, that's coming. There's going to be a chapter at the end every single time, and it makes what it's what makes life beautiful. But with Dean Potter, he had the choice to write his own ending to a certain degree, Like, he didn't know exactly how it was going to go, but, like, more likely than not, he was comfortable with that being a way that he would say goodbye. So, yeah, in a way, it is more poetic than just people just being like, yeah, I don't know, I just want to, like, keep writing bullshit and gibberish until I can't write bullshit and gibberish. And that's it. That's what people cling on to, like, ideas of immortality. But is that what we really want? I don't know. I don't think I would be comfortable with it
0: yeah that's an interesting question actually immortality but like would you want that and i i, I don't like some people said um it, it sort of the counter argument to heaven is that it's kind of almost hell yeah exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> i like I
1: mean a hundred versions and after you like have sex with them like two million times well, after... that, that's
0: one version of heaven but yeah I know I'm they're... just
1: giving you a very generic version yeah, of it yeah, but yeah. what it, yeah it, it just forever okay. that's scary. It's yeah. very scary.
0: Or I think I, I don't know if it was Louis C.K. or Bill Burr who said it was like, and not only that, but you have to be up there, and you realize like some of your friends. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it was Bill Burr. It, it was Bill Burr. Burr. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. he's like shit. Yeah, like uh, all right, Jesus, I'm, I'm gonna be right back. It kind of sucks. Like, yeah. What if your
0: mom is like, you just don't see everyone? Yeah. You're like, yeah. Where Exactly, is she? it's like it's been like 50 years. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, Valentines. I like, guess he's in hell. <laughs> Fuck! I gotta <laughs> know about well. Yeah. No, but uh, he, Dean Potter did good things. He he wrote his own ending because he, he had the opportunity to do that, which okay. is which is uh, it's a frowned upon thing in society. It's you cling on to life as much as you can. But I don't think uh, I don't think that's. Necessarily- I don't think it's frowned upon though. I think people. It's people are jealous of it to a certain degree. I think, yeah, I think there's a certain
0: degree of... People yeah. don't understand it, but they're not...
1: They think he's crazy, that's definitely... But they don't, frown, they
0: don't frown... They just kind of go like, oh, well, he has a death wish. But it's not like someone stop
1: him. It's just like... Yeah, it is. It's, it, that's because we're a stranger to him, but in his family, probably people tell him to stop. Like, what are you doing? They probably have... Yeah, like I mean, if my mom... If I was going to do something like that, my mom and my sisters... And my, like, my, my sister wouldn't even let me, uh, you know, ride a motorcycle. She'd be like, no, that's, you're not doing that. Like, don't come to my house. you are going to do it. Yeah, like, yeah, Just that, that's how much, you know, that means to you when you're someone else's life. Yeah, sure. You'll, you'll be a little bit more flexible and say, yeah, he has a death wish. I yeah. don't really know Dean Potter other than the idea of Dean Potter.
0: So Alex Honnold, the, uh, one of the other famous climbers, he says that his mom, like he just stopped telling his mom about all his climbs. Yeah. So she doesn't, she doesn't want to know. She's just like, I know, just please be safe. Yeah. Call me every now and then. I don't want to know like where you're going, what you're doing, because I'm just going to worry like hell. and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think at some level, you have to be almost a recluse. You have to be in that community of people who are also doing that because people who are not doing that don't want to have that stress of constantly thinking of, you know, is he going to
1: die? Well, it's also a selfish thing too, right? As much as you value your own life, that's part of the equation in, in terms of whether you in the euthanasia equation that you value your own life and you have the ultimate decision to it. But my relationship to you, like you exist in my world and my idea, same thing for, you know, Elise's world and your mom's world. You are... Uh, a, a property of our worlds, and we are attached to you like we are attached to other things. So that's, that's so you're the saying difference. you
0: detach you yourself a little bit because you say this is for me, and I know people will suffer if I die, but I'm taking this risk because it's me who values Yeah, it. so
1: you're you're kind of you're being it's a little bit of a selfish act too. You have right. to recognize that because yes. you know taking the safe road is what people say. Yeah, well, I'll do skydiving before I. Before I have kids, because I wouldn't want to, you know, ruin that for them. Because, obviously, as a kid...
0: It's funny, because from a genetic point of view, I mean, you want to do the opposite, right? You want to make sure you... No, so, but Or at least preserve your spirit. That's a very,
1: very <laughs> limited sense of the genetic point of view. You you want to raise them to a point of them being a fertile adult, not just, right. like, right. spreading right. your semen wherever you But, I mean, there's
0: a lo- much larger chance of them going to a fertile adult if you... You know, impregnate someone first. Then, if you die, and that's
1: there's zero chance. <laughs> sure, but then you're the cool guy, so you get girls because you're doing skydiving. So that's how you do the impregnation, right? True, true. So there are competing theories, man. There's sexual evolution and like just general evolution. Yeah.
0: Um. So, okay, do we want to? Talk, I mean, I think I want to like mention Sisyphus, because I think you you tried to read it. Um, so it's this myth of Sisyphus, which I think is... It's fundamentally changed the way I look at certain things. Not like the prose itself, but the idea, right? The idea that... Um, and 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 I have an interesting point here, I think, because I, I read something on Reddit when people brought this up, and I hadn't thought about it this way, and, and maybe I want to see what you think. So... Rush just put on his uh, Yoko Ono glasses, uh, John, uh, John, John Lennon, Lennon glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bought these from
1: my friend. <laughs> I was like, "Can I just buy those off you?" And she's like, "All right, I give you ten bucks." She was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, okay, so
0: Myth of Sisyphus it's a guy who's condemned because he's upset the gods, and he's condemned to pushing up a boulder up a hill, watching it fall down, and repeating the whole thing for the rest of eternity. Um, and uh, Albert Camus, a French philosopher, uh, basically... Playwright. Uh, yeah, playwright, author. Uh, also author. Um, he, also, he argues that um, in order for you, for people to be okay with life in general, in this story, you have to interpret... Um, now, here's an important part. Sisyphus, not as happy. So actually, when I said happy, I think I may have said happy. That's not quite the right interpretation. It's accepting, is the better word. So Sisyphus has accepted his fate, and maybe he's not ecstatic every time, but he is not in a state of pain or turmoil or anything like that. He's accepted his absurd condition just like we must accept our absurd condition um, because at the end of the day, everything is meaningless while pushing boulders up hills for no you know, absolute me- absolute reason. Uh, and so Absolutely meaningless. Reason. Right, absolutely yeah. meaningful. At the end of the day, yeah. you can, you know, there's enough whys. Eventually, you just reach a point where you say, "I don't know." Yeah, right? just doing it because that's. Or accurate. you,
1: if you are saying it's because of this, it, there is an element of faith involved, an element of guesswork involved. Something you can't explain. It's just yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no yeah.
0: there's nothing. It's just absurd. Right. You just go okay, fine, yeah. Um, okay, so now the sort of one extra, but, but here is that. It's clearly just because people can't accept any condition, right? So now here's a twist to this. Imagine his fist is not just pushing a boulder up a hill, but he's constantly being whipped and, like, beaten as he's doing it. And right. And he's in a state of physical pain. Right. Can you imagine him accepting of that state? And there it's much harder to say, like, I don't know. Like, you know, so... So the, the idea that anybody, you know, life is absurd and it's meaningless, so in any particular state, it's just as absurd as any other state. I don't know if that's really something that, um, you know, is is very compelling to me. That's what I read about sort of someone saying, like, that's the biggest thing for me is, I agree, but it, it's sort of, you know, it works in our like nine-to-five society, Yeah. but there may be limits to that type of argument because at a certain point, there's certainly
1: you know, certain states of being do seem better than others. Yeah, so that's where the whole euthanasia idea comes into play. Like, should you, or even suicide in that certain situation, like, is that better than continuing to... And that's 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 exactly what... What Camus was talking about, why shouldn't we commit suicide? Yeah, so that's the, if you're not accepting of that state, whether it's just without whips or without pain uh, or with it, that's the first question you have to answer before you explore further or continue to push the boulder up the hill. And it's an interesting way to think about things, right? Because at the end of the day, that's like the ultimate,
0: that's our ultimate choice, right? Like, yeah. It's an incredible po- You can, you know, it, it's not a movie. It's like at any point in time, you can just choose to end the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a movie in that sense, but you' you're the you're the, you have the remote, but yeah. you're
1: inside the movie, yeah, um, but the thing is I also people and even me it's, I think it's just a general idea of people when they think about suicide or think about death, you always think about it being nothing, but you're still kind of in the perspective of nothing versus it actually you mean being, like once you once, you Once you've done d- it, it feels like you. You still have a. You, when people talk about it, it feels like you still have a perspective that exists afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't. Like there but is this, like the so, idea of the nothingness is a very hard perceptual idea. Well, than, I think that here's talk the about here's too.
0: the absurd part, right? It's there's another aspect of life. Both choices are equally absurd. It's it's very hard to imagine yourself as like how does it possibly end like what does that even mean yeah and or well, well, yeah well, i'm it saying it like
1: 100 like certainty that it won't be that yeah, yeah. like but e-
0: either option, either is, option just, is, is just is yeah. just as hard to wrap your mind around um like one way i think i told you this people have said uh for like the, the ending part is well do you remember what happened before you were born that's what happens
1: you just or do you know what happens when you sleep and you're not dreaming yeah Yeah. you just it's or even better is when you're under ga on general anesthesia when it's it's just like three two one and then you're just off i've never been under uh it's so i had it for my knee surgery and they just make you count down from 10 and once you get to like six i just wake up and my really? is it's like it
0: seems instant?
1: Yep, it's instantaneous. That's crazy. It's almost yeah. like
0: time travel.
1: Yeah, it's. So there's uh, there's another podcast from Radio Lab. Uh, it's called Black Box. So, like, black boxes in general, yeah. where you have an input, you that, have no idea what goes in, inside, and there's a certain output. Sure, and then, yeah, that yeah. was one of the black boxes that I talked about, which is very different than sleep because you're kind of slowly falling yeah. asleep. You can you feel, feel the
0: progress of time. And you
1: can also. Dream So you're there there is some kind of window into the black box when you're sleeping of, uh, yeah, you know, okay, this is what's happening. And also there's sleep science, so people, other people can see into it. With GA, there, up until very recently, I don't remember exactly what the recent findings were, people had no idea what was going on. Like they had no idea how to understand it. Like science didn't know how to understand it. People in themselves, it was instantaneous. I felt it, like when I've been under you GA. You literally were
0: like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Oops. Woke up and yes, it's like yeah. my knee is... Yeah, exactly. That's insane. I've heard that, so I definitely I can see how that's true because I remember my grandma went under anesthesia, and I think this happens to a lot of people. They start, they get confused, and they're like, "You didn't do anything, like, yeah, when, like I nothing happened. Like, get on with the surgery." And they're like, "Surgery is done." And you're like, "What? No, it was the, is that how it felt? Exactly. Like? You're like what the like- hell?"
1: What? <laughs> There's a giant cast on my leg, yeah. but they didn't do anything. It's <laughs> yeah. like no way. Why is the mouth so like dry? And I look around and like in a different spot, and yeah, it's just instantaneous. So I remember a little bit, a little bit about it actually. So the way that they uh, make uh, the analogy is with your. Okay, I may not get it exactly, but it's like a wave in a baseball stadium. So generally, the way that you have consciousness. Yeah, I'm gonna completely brutalize this. I'll come back to it. I don't yeah. want to. I, I don't want to screw it up, and you know, and have a bad impression with the analogy because it was really good the way that they explained it. Who was this? Uh, Radio Lab. It was on the podcast. Well, good enough that I'll forget. But that's we're the problem just we're with just
0: podcasts. basically plagiarizing other podcasts. I mean, Radio Lab is just one of the best podcasts
1: <laughs> out there. Uh, Jed Appenrod, shout out. I know we shout out to you already, but like, <laughs> you're an idol, of mine. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's a really, it's a good analogy with death too. And we die even even with sleep. We still die every night and wake up every morning. There's still a period of time. But it feels you, like, like
0: there was a passage of time, right? Because you do experience that whatever it time was. dilation.
1: But it, there or like that grogginess before you go to sleep to some degree. No,
0: well, that. But yeah, it's not. What about an when extent. you
1: when you're blackout drunk? You don't remember.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's like, not. It's like, it still doesn't feel like you.
1: But it, there's still a sense of. Dying of consciousness, like your consciousness stops in the way that it's working right now. It's obvi- obviously a different stream when you have coffee, you know, right after sex, during sex, you know, different things that are happening to you. You're going to have different forms of consciousness, different streams. But when you're sleeping, you die every night to a certain degree in the sense that your consciousness is off, and then it's on again. So we have an attachment to that idea. It gives you. Meaning—that's one of the things that I told you I want to write about. Just like a normal, uh, a normal story within the world where sleeping has been non-existent for twenty years or a long, yeah. significant time. And it, like one of the points I would want to highlight is how much people like the idea of that end, that death that they have every night of their day. That it ends when you're, you know, at a social event. You're like, all right, we're all gonna go home now, or you're at a bar, or you're you know, at your mom's place, and you're like, all right, I want to go to sleep now so we can stop this conversation, or I want to sober up now. You're just like, no, you're just gonna sit there and sober up. I think people would start, f- it'd be like a drug, out. I think. Yeah, be- sleeping would become a drug yeah. to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, people would probably call me crazy to have that, you know, going away party saying goodbye. We'll do that. In fact,
0: in Oregon, they recently self-legalized uh, like, uh, assisted suicide.
1: Um, no, but – so instead of doing it when I'm in a state of pain, I'm in uh, a state of discomfort. Like my whole argument was that suicide is evolutionarily strong. That's
0: fine. But I, I think this is similar because in certain cases, um, it's like – no, they, there's like – it's kind of like the conditions I put, right? Like I said, not the conditions, but the scenarios. It'll be, you know, we'll stop the growth, but you'll be paraplegic and blah blah blah. They might be actually. They might be at fifty five. They still don't have like much. But that's still, still a top. at the top.
1: At go, not even at the top, but just content. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm still curious right now. I'm really curious to see. Maybe it won't die. I'm not saying it will. Maybe I'll still be. Curious. I do have some romantic idea of saying, writing that. It's been great, you know, this life, talking to you, playing chess, doing all these things and, you know, writing like my, my niece or nephew, being like, okay, this was meaningful to me and actually getting to say a formal... Good. So much courage. Like, to get to that point, I would have to be very comfortable with myself, very comfortable with who I am and confident. And it there's something strong about that action too. Well, like you said,
0: it's it's anti-programming because yeah. as I'm doing it, I'm listening to you and I'm trying to put myself in that position like saying you told me that. And it's instant like the programming in me, I can feel it. It's going like this is insane. Why wouldn't you want to just keep living? And it, it totally makes sense. That's got to be the programming otherwise our whole race would have died out,
1: you know. Exactly. And the program of years ago. And the, that the, that's why I brought up the science of suicide. Suicide is evolutionarily effective. When you can translate it to how for local kinship to reproduce and like just basically doing the and the higher that number, the more likely it is. So if you're not going to contribute to the, to self, the anti-programming is when you are contributing. That's why it's so counterintuitive, and it's counterintuitive for people who are like too but it's like different though samper. because there he
0: gets uh, he gets some sort of pleasure from actually doing it. And not so die. sure, I could I but, could. But and you, the way I do
1: it would be like to skydive. To it's kind of his intention
0: is not to kill himself. Yeah,
1: he's yeah, just yeah. he he weighs the risk in the pros and both 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 actions
0: are anti programming. To some degree, but uh, to some degree, prospered is because we are. We do take risks and we try. But things. the risk,
1: the risk level that they're taking, but their risk level is pretty high. Like they, yeah, they go up and scale with equipment. But yeah, so the,
0: I mean, just to finish up that thought, the feeling I got was very similar to the feeling I got. So, yeah. See, before I thought, how do people just they go up there in the plane? And yeah. apparently, like especially when it's uh, the first flight uh, jump is on your own not in tandem, they'll just have to. You sign a contract saying you're paid for it because most of the money is
1: just... You Getting know, up to the... Yeah, the fuel, it's, yeah, like it's, yeah just it's just on Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so, but your species has millions of years of evolution staring down cliffs and saying... If you fucking jump, they're dead. Their genetic lines are done, and it's over. And you have to fight. Like, your conscious has to be in battle between your subconscious and your conscious. And it's it's really interesting, actually. Like yeah. Like, looking struggle to, like, oh, yeah. fuck, just you know, take the <laughs> jump. It's like Cliff. If you've ever done, like, Cliff jumping, where she couldn't do the... um, It was one of those... Oh, like
1: the dive into the... It's just,
0: like, that fight. Yeah. And some people, the threshold there is different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's. I definitely want to experience that battle. Go skydiving. You yeah, know, you'll
0: instantly. It's just like nothing else. I've never been. Yeah. Okay, let's. We're we're running a bit behind here. So let's. Even though it's we've been, we've been really really good so far. I think yeah. yeah. Um. Let's. So let's talk about the actual Socrates and, and basketball, which I thought was
1: little, kind of. <laughs> it's cute.
0: Was, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, sometimes it is nice to because we, we swung. I think a bit too far. I was like, you know what? Let, you're but are right. I, I will right. say
1: something, though. I agree with what you came up with. Yeah. But, like, it was you know, because str- that's what we used to, I did that, too. Yeah. A stream of, like, four questions at the just trying to just throw the whole topic right. to the other person. Guilty as charged. But a good, meaningful wealth with some arguments there's some doubt you don't know. Yeah. You want to see some... You want to see an answer. You want to see what I think. That yeah. That's a good pass versus just, you know... Like a
0: random... You're closing your eyes blindly passing... To like, go to and drive and you just like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Coach, take me out um, of the game. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then we talked about that at some point we're not against the notion that we'd want to kill ourselves in a certain condition. Interesting, mm-hmm. I through a little loophole or a little twist in there with um, – and I tell you that uh, I don't have to die – so it's exact mode. Like, like, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's why I did it in a very like step by step format. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But the one thing that I did, like, yeah, I really, what if I
0: beat you twice in just <laughs> Uh
1: But when I answered it, like, when we were at, like on Canada Day when we were there, and you asked me, it just said, "Yeah, do it." The one thing that I uh, realized when I was writing it, the debate part, like, I would want one side. I'm gonna play it the other side. I'm gonna. I, I would take that. As seriously as possible, like I would take vacation days if I was working yeah. to like prepare, you know, a, prepare case. a case to yeah, like yeah. argue and if you can beat me there, that's not that's not biased I either. know, but it's, it's a very <laughs> personal it's yeah. a, If you can, then if you can convince me, then I would do it. And the significant other would be would be pregnant uh, so the I, reason- would, I would tell I would get that knowledge to you. And the whatever the surgery, whatever the circumstances, what if, friends of whatever. No, the reason why I think is because is I want to
0: probe exactly how, uh, an effect my death would need to have on my, you know, immediate sort of people's, your
1: own, your own selfish desires. Do you,
0: do you think that ever will happen?
1: Going to skydive and doing those things before you have kids, doing less risky things when you have kids because you had a good job there and they're. Fine, adults, and you don't need—they don't need your support anymore. Um, and whoever you or she wants to do um, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's fine. That's. Yeah. Um, but it would be tough, man. Like to actually, you know. I'm glad that it. Yeah, tough. It'd be tough. <laughs> it'd be funny person. The easiest way for you to provoke <laughs> me would be to like cheat at chess and yeah, then I just yeah, murder yeah, you can you imagine
0: if I like used Stockfish <laughs> just, yeah like, that was the best you, like, I was out
1: I was out at uh, Nick's birthday and I told I was showing Vikram by the way Nick's oh, and I show- yeah, yeah yeah. I told him like make an account add me like yeah, he yeah, knows like openings and stuff I was like oh yeah I told yeah, him and I got sung-
0: friends. So sometimes if you play a game like you'll keep hitting replay and now I have a three or four guys who...
1: You consistently play with? Yeah, like, we're pretty yeah. good.
0: So I see them, and I'm like, hey, you want to play, man? How's yeah, it going? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah,
1: definitely the history. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. I think when I played Kyle already, like, two or three times. Yeah. By the way, I beat an eighteen twenty wow. the other day. Yo,
0: I almost beat a 17, pure Valentine style. Like, yeah. Like, white advantage, plus six, plus six, plus six. And I like, yeah. did the only thing possible to lose the game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, those are the That's what I realized actually. Too low, sixteen hundred, so like sixteen thirty something right now. But I like fluctuate between sixteen hundred. I was learning theory. opening theory. Is you just the consistency? Like I, I'll win like with now and then. Usually they beat me, but I lose like stupid games. Like really, I I, I usually like filter my results to like fourteen hundred and above. But like lose those—that's the big thing, that consistency. and I think that like, like once you get more theory involved, like been obsessed with chess a yeah, yes. lot, like long, long. Okay,
0: so fi- let's let's discuss these. But let's get to the final questions. Yeah. chess games <laughs> in a row. Someone ranked lower than me. You can just kill me. Yeah, okay, that's a on good, good idea.
1: Yeah, um, that's good. I'll beat you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I, knew the, I knew you. I knew
0: you said this. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready not for, yeah, me. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I, I asked you, you know, I, I had some sort of like whatever. Right? Cause, so this is the thing, that some people, like, if you lose your legs or something, to, like, an athlete, that's crazy. Hate your life. But to me, I, I would just read books all day long. But that's, that was my initial like, thought. I was like, experiencing the world is, is very, like, I love that. You know, that's why I'm such a, like, I'm all over the place. It's and can... Appendages is not a big deal. As right. long as my mental faculties are stuck.
1: And, like, dude, you're in robotics. Like the you can be
0: taller. Get yeah. rid of these legs and yeah. get some tall be legs. Be taller. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just don't murder. <laughs> no, man. That was like four years ago. I think, he, I think his his, his uh, conviction was his like he
0: did it allegedly. Yeah. Um, okay, so here are the questions. I tell you, you know, if such and such happens, kill me. You go, you you come, like such and such, happens, and you're like, oh, don't worry about it, and I'm like. Are you are you ki- like somehow? I like, are you yeah. killing me? Yeah. I'm mean, die. This is ridiculous. I take everything back. What do you do?
1: That's, <laughs> that's a that's a really interesting one. Yeah, because yeah, That's really tough because that's like you're, you're you, you have to value that valentine. Really? So you would kill like mentally yeah. retarded valentine? Yeah. If that's what if that's what the valentine I know, it's tough. It's uh, tough. Yeah. But like the valentine that I know. Valency that knew that that could happen. But that would you, be a caveat too. That, how that, can you change that? Would ha, that would, I, I would ask you, what if you did that? So I'm through with it.
0: But i changed change my mind on the answer to that question too. Like What? Like I say, but you told me, if you change your mind, kill me. I say, I changed my mind. On that's that as fine.
1: Well. That's fine.
0: So I'm not allowed to change my mind. <laughs> my sanity speaking and saying like, actually, hey, listen, like stop
1: it. Like, no. <laughs> that's part of the risk. I tell you that. I
0: guess that's true. That's part of the like risk. you
1: have to, you have to, you know, bite the bullet and be like, something important to you, and if that's something you don't want you to be in that state, there's a bigger sense of responsibility to the person who put that much trust in me to do something that, that I would I would be doing a disservice to you for you to not to do it. I understand.
0: Okay, what if you lost all your senses? Because that's a really interesting one. I don't want to rush it. Maybe we'll talk about it the next podcast. But There are no conditions. The conditions are you have reached... Peak evolution, you are not necessarily
1: peak. It's also how do
0: I verify that it's peak?
1: Well, I would do it myself. You don't. You can go ne- back to the to go full circle with the Myth of Sisyphus and to answer that question of how important. because it like that's that channel of your emotions that why it doesn't. There isn't language that necessarily means anything. That's just part of being an animal, where you try and be romantic about things try and be romantic about life about pushing that boulder up the hill writing a poem about it whatever it is if you accept it you find joy in it or you find joy in the misery so you just have to accept that you're gonna die and no well in in this specific situation i have a romantic lens that's kind of with this idea of suicide in that way there are other factors there's going to be a gut feeling for me when i feel like it's right there are factors of me being curious. Like if I'm gonna, st- like if I feel like I've had. Hunter S. Thompson's a great example. I want to live to 150. I want to do all these things. I've lived 17 years more than I wanted to. Yeah, he was in a lot of pain too. That was definitely a factor. But he went through with it. He's like, all right, this is done. this. Similar to, I think, I don't know exactly the circumstances behind it, but I know he was an idol of Hunter S. Thompson's, um, American famous guy... Uh, Hemingway? Hemingway, yeah, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. Uh, so he, he definitely looked up to him in that sense. But, yeah, there's there's definitely just an emotional, gut, romantic idea for it. And it's, you know, poetic to me.
0: So basically, your conditions are whatever you say, so... Yeah.
1: But those are, those are the, gen- that's the general idea. The general idea that I'm going for, the general point is that it's anti-programming. I wouldn't want to do it when I want to quit as in, like, I want to do it as a courageous act, an actual courageous act. Not to say that people who do it aren't doing it as a courageous act, but I, in my mind, at least. Okay. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Because I,
1: I have, like, definitely I have struggled with it. I've thought about it in the past, and I just felt like, I don't know, it felt cheap to me. That's why I didn't want to do it. I mean, I, it, it's it's easy to do Command-Q, you know. Rage but, quit. Rage quit. But, <laughs> Yeah. You want to but, quit
0: when you're rated twenty-seven hundred.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> retire on the top, man. Yeah. So, so twenty-nine hundred. Twenty-nine hundred.
0: All right, and with that, we'll end it off. Another great session. What are we gonna do uh, next month, Ratchet?